Well, thank you. Good morning, First Family. Isn't it good to be together? Let me tell you, the Lord is good to us, and praise the Lord for these beautiful children who have led us well. Amen? Let me tell you, they did a wonderful job. You know, I was, I was thinking about it before I came up here. Good luck following that, Darren. Uh, let's be clear. People didn't come to hear you preach. They came to hear the children sing, and rightfully so. Children, you did an awesome job. We are very proud of you. Thank you for your leadership. It's not easy to stand up here. Let me tell you, if you think it is, then after the service is over, you just come up here and stand on the platform and look out. The auditorium looks very different when you're looking out than it does when you're looking up. I'm proud of these children to stand up here, whether they stood in front or in the loft, it doesn't matter. They led us well. So if that's one of your children, that's one of your grandchildren, then make sure that you tell them how proud you are of them today. Here's one other thing I want you to do. If on the way to your Sunday school class when we're through here, you see one of these beautiful children wearing these bright yellow shirts, they're easy to spot, aren't they? then I want you to stop them and tell them how glad you are that they helped lead our church today. This is a big deal, my friends. You see, not so long ago, I was one of these children. Well, okay, it has been a long time, but nevertheless. <laughs> uh, so when I was six, there they go right there. See how awesome they are? Uh, when I was six, I helped lead a Christmas program like this. And they had given me a, a, a peppermint stick beforehand, which was a really bad idea. Um, so I was a sticky, sloppy mess. And when they said, parents, please stand so your children can find you, my mother wouldn't stand up. <laughs> hey, that's the truth. Uh, I found her anyway and uh, made her take me home. Uh, so nevertheless, we're glad that you're here today. If you have your Bible, Philippians chapter 1 is where we're going to be. We're talking about volunteers today. We're talking about serving the Lord and doing so with gladness. The book of Philippians is a thank you letter. The Apostle Paul writes this from prison, and he's writing to those that are in the city of Philippi. It was one of the first places he came when he came west from, from where he was in Asia Minor. When he came west, Philippi was one of the first stops. And he wrote this, wrote this letter to say thank you. It wasn't that he was still there. It was that he'd moved on. Well, they had such a love for Paul. They had such a passion for him, such an enthusiasm for what he was doing in the ministry of his, his, his service. They were so excited about him that they took up an offering and they sent a gift. They didn't just send it, though. They sent somebody with it. He has one of the greatest names anywhere in Scripture. His name is Epaphroditus. We'll catch up with him later in the month of May. But Epaphroditus, I wanted to name our son that, and my wife just said no. She wasn't going to stand for that. Uh, that was my second choice behind Drift, Driftwood. Maybe you'll remember that. Uh, so anyway, we settled on Joshua, and I think it was probably the right decision, don't you? So in the, the book of Philippians, though, he wants to write. Paul is writing back. He's writing to say thank you for serving the Lord. Thank you for being the right people at the right time. Thank you for caring about me. Thank you for serving. And that sort of goes along with what we are trying to do today. Tonight, instead of our evening service, we will hold a banquet for the people who have volunteered in our church over the last year. Now, 
Let's be clear, my friends. We are not an organization. We are an organism. An organization flows on, on charts and, and with staff structures. That's not us. We're an organism. It moves. It grows. It changes. It has a living force all on its own, and that is much more accurate to who we are. And the life force behind it is Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit, but what puts feet to that are the volunteers, the people who serve week in and week out, teaching Sunday school, leading in our children's ministries, leading in our student ministries, leading in our adult Sunday school ministries, leading in our upwards programs, leading in all manner of volunteer opportunities throughout the year, like Vacation Bible School. Let me tell you, this organism doesn't work without volunteers. So I want us to do something before we go any further. If you are one of those volunteers, I want you to stand up, be it teaching Sunday school in the choir, teaching in any area, volunteering in any capacity, in our guest services, in our parking ministry team. These are the people that make this go. And friends, those of you who are standing, let me say thank you. Thank you. That No, stay standing now. Don't sit down so fast. See, that's just like you. You're ready to not take credit. But I want you to take that credit. Not because I'm trying to make an example out of you, but because we want to say thank you. You've served well. We're grateful for your vision for what God can do through your hands and feet. This doesn't work without you. Thank you. Now you can sit down. Now, maybe you weren't standing, but you, you would like to have stood. Maybe you don't know how to get started. Then here's what I want you to do. Find one of us with a name badge. Find one of us and say, hey, I want to volunteer. You have a great opportunity coming up. Vacation Bible School. We'll have 1,000 children on this campus. It will be an unbelievable madhouse for a whole week. Maybe you can't serve every day, but you can serve one day. Well, friends, I want to tell you, we need you. It would be a blessing to have you. Maybe you can only serve an hour. We'll take it. It'll give you an opportunity to serve. We're going to talk about service today because this is a key part of our service as Christians. What do we do about our Christianity? Is it just Sunday morning and Sunday night and Wednesday night? Is that all there is to our Christianity? If it is, then we are selling ourselves short. And that's exactly the opposite of what the Apostle Paul says here in Philippians chapter 1. Let's stand together, all of us this time, and read from the word of the Lord. Starting in verse 3, the Apostle Paul says, I thank my God in all my remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine, for you all making my prayer with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. I'm sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Christ Jesus. It's right for me to feel this way about you all, because I hold you in my heart. For you all are partakers with me in the grace, both in imprisonment and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel. For God is my witness how I yearn for you all with the affection of Christ Jesus. And it is my prayer that your love may abound more and more with knowledge and all discernment so that you may approve what is excellent and so be pure and blameless for the day of, of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ, to the glory and praise of God. Let's pray together, my friends. Jesus, we thank you today 
for the love that you have poured out into our lives. We thank you today for the strength you've given us to serve others. We thank you today for the opportunity, Lord, to reach out and put physical expression to spiritual realities in our lives. That you've changed us, Lord, and given us the chance to serve. So help us, Lord, to focus our energies that way. I'm grateful, Lord Jesus, for everyone in this room. I'm grateful, Lord Jesus, for those who have served so faithfully and honorably in so many ways. And so, Lord, we give this time to you. Awaken our hearts and remind us, Lord, of the power that comes simply by serving. We love you, Lord. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you. You may be seated. She wasn't much to look at. If you passed her in the hallway, you probably wouldn't even notice her. She wasn't impressive in her stature. She didn't have a loud voice. She wasn't one who was a flashy dresser. In fact, by the time I met her, she was uh, quite old, if I may say it that way, without digging myself too deep a hole. What she had, though, was a passion for serving. Miss Chrisman was her name. She was about four foot 11. If you threw a bucket of water over, she weighed about 100 pounds. She was one who would be easy to miss and step around, but she and her husband Lloyd had invited me to stay in their home for a week, and I learned something about ministry that week that I'd never known before. You see, we were there doing a revival week. We had been traveling all summer. This was about seventh or eighth week of our summer, and we'd been gone from home quite some time. I came back to my, my, the, the place where I was staying, and I found my suitcase empty. It was clear that either I had been robbed or Miss Chrisman had been in the room that we were assigned. What she'd done is taken everything out of our suitcases and washed all of it. And then as I came around the corner trying to figure out where my clothes had gone, she was ironing the last of it, things that had never been ironed in the history of their, <laughs> their, their clothing life. My mother raised me with good manners, despite what happened with the peppermint stick earlier. And uh, so I immediately protested, and I said, Miss Christman, you didn't have to do that. That was, that was not something that was really appropriate. But you know what? She stopped me right there. And let me pause here to say she knew something about ministry that I needed to know. She knew something about serving the Lord that the Philippians demonstrated, and she knew something that she was going to teach me. This woman, four foot 11, maybe 100 pounds, turned toward me and put her hands on her hips. It seemed in my mind that she grew about three feet at that moment. And she looked at me and said, Now, Darren, with all due respect, I don't tell you how to preach, and I don't tell you how to serve the Lord. So don't you start telling me how to serve the Lord. I've served the Lord today by taking care of you. Now you go get a Dr. Pepper and sit down and watch the baseball game. <laughs> Knew me well, didn't she? And how did I respond to that? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I know when truth has been spoken. And friends, I want to tell you today, that's exactly what you see in the passage we just read. 
this group of Philippians, 